Should we get started? Yeah, uh, eventually. Good. Okay, we've, well, we've ditched the, the intro song, so we'll just get going and say, <laughs> welcome back, everybody, to Somewhere in Time Podcast. Somewhereintimepodcast.com is where you find us online. Get to all of our episodes there, streaming there. All of our social media links are there. Like and subscribe. Uh, that's right. You can go to youtube.com slash somewhere in time podcast now. Um, <laughs> no. No. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's do some introductions. So I'm Eric. We've got Tim here. Yes, I am here. We've got Keith here. Yes, I am here. Joe is he all. I'm here and I'm in pain. Oh, no. That's right. You hurt your back. I stood up from a chair today. <laughs> you hurt your back like an old man. You, you took a nap. <laughs> This That's why a, I'm standing, actually. This is why it was more there. insidious. I didn't just stand up, and it was like, oh. It was like I stood up, and then I went to move, and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, I couldn't, I don't even really know when. Yeah. I sat for, like, not even a minute in front of my computer, and I got back up, and and then I regretted all <laughs> months and years of not taking better care of myself. <laughs> yeah. Zero stretching, zero exercising. Yeah, that's I'm right there with you. Yeah, I, I know you can commiserate for sure. Yes. Um, you've been dealing with it too. Yeah. <laughs> and then for, you're dealing for, with um a, well you maybe you just got over a headache. It's finally headache. going away. Uh, My, good. The Imatrex right. kicked in, so that's good. That's helping. All right. And we have a special guest this episode. So we'd like to welcome back to the podcast. We had him on once before for Maiden, but this time we're gonna talk about Metallica. So say hello to Fern, everybody. Hello, Hi, everybody. Hello. <laughs> Hello. 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 Yes, so I alluded to it, but we are talking about Metallica this episode. Uh, so we were in the middle of a bunch of 83 albums, talking about 1983 albums, 30-year anniversaries. Well, no, we already did kill albums. them all. I'm sorry, 93 albums. My bad. There is no yeah, 93 like... Metallica album unless, you talk, unless you're talking about what, live shit came out in 93, I think? Yeah, live shit. But we're not talking about that. And we already did kill them all from 83. So we're like, well, let's see what else came out in, in the threes. So <laughs> in 2003, there was an album called St. Anger that came out. And then <laughs> in 2023, this, like this six year, months this, ago. This one. Yeah. yeah. 72 Seasons came out. So we're going to do both this episode. So yes, 72 Seasons and St. Anger. Um, I would say uh, two pretty... Uh, polarizing for St. Anger for sure 72 seasons I've seen mixed reviews on so I think both albums are kind of like not fan favorites maybe I would say I mean St. Really? Anger you is think? the one that uh, 72 seasons seems pretty safe I think people are like I guess good. so yeah you know it's yeah. it's it's uh, consistent it's there's nothing on there that's really offensive I don't think but yes St. Anger is the one that people really <laughs> have a hard I, time with <laughs> I mean the one thing to admit before we even start anything, is this is the first time I've ever listened yes, that's right. to either of these albums. Well, like, I, surprising to me, though. Uh, uh, yeah, well, to surprising. you, but of course, you know, pe people listening, you know, would expect that I, you know, might have, you know, listened to St. Anger at some point in my life. But yes, one way or another. So this is a, like, brand new, fresh, you know, intake as to what I'm going to say. I know. I can't I'm wait. Actually, very I'm very curious about that because so many of us have the environmental context of 2003 and what was going on with Metallica at the time actively oh, yeah. to then get the album. So to hear your opinion on it, Keith, is going to be super fascinating. I'm definitely excited. Yeah, yeah. I think so. I before think we, we all are. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but before we get into it, so I, I want to go back a little bit in history and just 
for you, Fern, I want to ask a question while you take a bite of your food, and I have horrible timing. Um, <laughs> but because, you know, this podcast, obviously, you can look around my room, you can tell, and, you know, Tim and I are huge Metallica fans. Joe, look too. At our, look at all the t-shirts that everyone's wearing. Well, yeah, exactly. Well, so, not, not me. But. but my point is, we've talked a lot on this podcast about our love of Metallica, but we haven't really heard your side of things, like your history, where you where you were introduced to the band, like what what kind of pulled you in? Were you introduced by a sibling or was it just like something you saw on MTV one day? Like, what's the story there? So <laughs> picture it, Staten Island, 1987, right? <laughs> um, so, uh, so I was introduced to rock and metal to a point where I started going out and buying cassettes myself by just passively listening to the radio, right? My gateway into that was Guns N' Roses' Appetite for Destruction. Mm. It was already out for like a little bit. So again, this was like summer of 86. I heard it for the first time. Someone introduced me, but then like into 87, someone gave me a copy of, of the, the the cassette. I didn't realize it was only side A, but nonetheless, it was mine. And then one night I was hanging out with one of my best buds down a block from my house. And it was a couple of us there and basically said, you've got to check this out. So not only was this a listening experience, but also a visual because of the cover art for Somewhere in Time, Steven Sun, Master of Puppets, uh, okay. Kill Them All, right? Yeah, yeah. Peace Cells. I got introduced to metal by the artwork and the music. So it was in that evening, Holy Battery, in that, that, that was like one evening, Battery and Master of Puppets. And then he took out the tape and played, I think, like, For Whom the Bell Tolls, then some of the Maybe stuff, then Megadeth, then Anthrax, and then he's got, like, Rip, Rip Magazine, Kerrang, and I'm like, what is going on with my life? That's too <laughs> much. Yeah, no, it was, it was, that's, that's such I mean, overload, yeah. yeah. I somehow survived the event, and here I am to tell you about it. But for me, it was, it happened to be that Master of Puppets as an album was the first thing I was, the very first song I remember hearing by Metallica was uh, Battery. And then... Um, you know, from there, oddly enough, within about like, I think 72 hours of a uh, 48 to 72 hours of that experience, I'd wind up acquiring a couple of these cassettes, either blank or, or I went to the shop uh, down at the, the supermarket that they sold cassettes. And I got also the Injustice for All album. Mm -hmm. And to this day happens to be my number one favorite album. Um, argue it's, it's a close, it's a close tie between that and a couple, but that's, Long story longer, that's actually how I was introduced to Metallica, along with so many other metal bands that I'm still into today. Yeah. I mean, we've talked about a, a ton on this podcast about the albums that we were introduced to a lot of times end up being our favorite albums. Like, that's just, sure. there's so much nostalgia there and just like, yeah. you know, so. So, um, um, Appetite for Destruction was kind of your gateway a little bit? Yeah. That was, into, that, yeah. Yeah. That was very similar to me. Like, when, like, you know, welcome to the jungle. I was like, that's that's the coolest shit I've ever heard, right? And then, and then, next year or a little over a year, I heard Metallica's one on uh, the Grammy. Well, I heard it before that one, one or two times on MTV. But yeah, then I saw them play that on the Grammys. And I was like, I mean, I didn't realize it at the time. It was a, a sentinel moment. But I was like, oh my god, like yeah. no, yeah, this is this is <laughs> this is what I want. This is yeah. this is what I need. Why isn't all right. music that? <laughs> yes. Right. Okay. And I think as I think fans of our generation are super lucky to have seen so many of those iconic experiences, like to watch Janet Jackson play Black Cat, but then Metallica play, you know, one. 
in the same award show. That was yeah. such a like a groundbreaking thing, right? And then not too long later, Enter Sandman is everywhere and they're breaking down new walls with the things that they're doing with the Black Album, right? So yeah. I think we got to see a lot of amazing stuff. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, and so it, was it was it truly Staten Island? I lived in yeah, I born and raised Staten Island until 27 and then I I uh well, 27 years old. Then I left and I was in Japan for two years and I've been in Virginia since 2006. That's awesome. Because you know, you probably don't know, but Staten Island has a huge special place in the hearts of me and Eric. <laughs> because two of our favorite programs yes. emanate from Staten Island. Being Which are? Impractical Jokers. Jokers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and what we yeah. do. What we do in the shadows. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's funny. Impractical Jokers. I I am confident I'd seen those guys in person somewhere throughout my life. <laughs> Probably. We're, I mean, we're they're like, our age. Yeah. We're like the same yeah. age. So yeah, you might exactly. have, yeah. You may have gone to high school with them. Yeah. <laughs> it's very like very likely. <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah. So we've got Fern's history lesson. That's good. So <laughs> let's fast forward to around like 2002, right? Like everyone had heard load, reload. Everyone, a lot of people jump ship at that point. And we start getting rumblings like, well, actually, let's go back a little further because there was a whole Napster thing, right? Like, there's a whole Napster thing there. There's a whole Jason Levy thing there that happens. Like, Metallica there was a was whole, in... there was a whole like terrorist attack. Like, a lot of fucking <laughs> shit had was going yeah. on. Yes, in, that's true. In that time frame, we were, yeah. Well, we I mean, were, Metallica was in like we were invading the. I should say, invading. we were at war. Um, you know, like politically, like things as divided as they are now. I think there was a big like. With the Gore Bush mm-hmm. um, election, like, Elect, yeah, there was a lot of turmoil that was starting to brew in our country at that time. Yeah, um, not to make this a political thing, I'm I'm just saying like there was a lot of shit going on back then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I think that's important for the context, quite honestly. Yeah. Well, yeah. So it was '99 was the Napster stuff, right? And yeah. that kind of put Metallica on the spotlight. And then that was 2000. Was it 2000? Okay, yeah, yeah 2000. Yep. And then Jason quit at the end of 2000, right? They put him in the, in the spotlight in a negative way. Oh, yeah. yeah. Already, not, not, they already not, had negative, you know, people yeah. were already jumping. Oh, for sure. Like that. Yeah. That, didn't, that didn't help at all. No. Obviously. No. I mean, Money well, good, Napster bad. Yeah, that whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. you know, Jason leaves. James goes into re. I mean, James goes into rehab. The, the band almost broke up. I mean, that's, yeah. That's, mm. that's how bad it got. Yeah, and, the, and I mean, we can talk about some kind of monster too in there. Like there was probably should mention that. Yeah, they yeah. came in just to shoot the making of an album, and it turned into a whole, you know, psychology lesson. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. So, that was supposed to be just a like a making of the album, yeah. video kind of thing, and it turned into a whole movie. Yeah. Bring in a psychologist. Look, what was that dude's name? A, towel. Phil? Or oh, Phil Towel. Phil Towel. Yeah. 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 Dave yeah, Mustaine. He was. Yeah. <laughs> he's kind of a villain in the movie he invented well, I was I was actually I, I was gonna wa- I was gonna watch that this morning um but then I re- I, I looked at the play the runtime it's three hours like, I mean the, yeah there's so, but there's I, I wanted to watch it again are, you know there's cringeworthy moments in that in that documentary it's a great especially. movie though it is I yeah. love it I mean I'll watch yeah, it over yeah. and over again I love it Just, even yeah. if you don't like Metallica I think it's fascinating it would probably be fascinating yeah, have you seen sure, that yeah. Keith should ask no i i actually was exactly i was doing i was planning on doing just that 
and it's available right now on one of the streaming services. I even saw it. And I think I'm it's like, on Netflix, actually. Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah exactly. Because I was going, I'm like, oh, geez, man, I really should do that. But I've got crazy shit going on yeah, in my life, yeah, personally, yeah. so it, I never got around to it. At our mm-hmm. age, a three-hour documentary is going to be at least like four or five sittings, probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I mean, yeah, but that, you know, Phil Towel like passing notes. Like I have these lyrics for you. Like he wants to be in the band. He's like, I we're know. moving to San Francisco, <laughs> and they're like, so weird. Eh, it might be time to kick this guy out of this whole deal. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, yeah. But that was, you know, that came after Saint Anger, right? So, um, yeah. But yeah, there was all all this turmoil within turmoil within the band. Jason quits. Like, wh- what's this new? I'm gonna sound like they. You know, they, they started recording stuff in the Presidio area, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. And there was a whole Presidio Sessions thing that was happening. And and this was right around, like, inter- the internet wasn't new, but th- there, there were still things about the internet that were kind of new. Like, and they were just starting to do little things with, like, watch us record online. So you could actually get yeah. little things, like little yeah. clips here and there of them recording the Presidio stuff. And it sounded amazing. Like, all that stuff was like, damn, this is going to be an awesome album. I remember um, Lars being like, well, note the double bass, note the double bass, because he kept showing the drums, and he's like, note the double bass. Like, it was this whole thing about <laughs> we're going back to thrash, and he was all yeah. excited about but it. But think about it. God. To have a little perspective, the internet was still dial-up then, right? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I, I mean, was, you can, there was 2001. I was working for ISP, and we were selling uh, DSL. Yeah, DSL. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. It, was, yeah. it was still, like, very it was, raw. It was yeah. still slow, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, most people, I think, still had... Fifty six six, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Fifty six. Didn't, didn't they double that for a while? That was a thing. And, so it yeah. was fourteen four, then twenty eight eight, then fifty six six, and then I think DLL, uh, DSL okay. rather. I don't, yeah. I don't know if there was anything after fifty six six between that and DSL, because then then you had some folks that actually got a T one line and yeah, 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 all yeah. kinds of crazy. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. yeah. With my I Omega Jazz Drive. Oh yeah, <laughs> but it was still like it would That's take right. it would take an hour to download a song. And, oh, yeah. Yeah. and our AOL email accounts. Yes. Yep. CompuServe, yeah. baby. CompuServe. Yeah. GeoCities. Earthlink. All that stuff. GeoCities, Earthlink. Yes, sir. Earthlink. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I had an Earthlink account. And Earthlink. everyone was a web designer. Yeah. You knew oh, and, and, and a web designer. And I used, used Dogpile as a search engine, which was awesome. I don't know if anybody remembers that. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yeah. Lycos. And Napster and Lycos. Ask Jeeves. I was about to say Ask Jeeves. Yeah. And this was this was all after having survived the Y2K crisis. That's right. Oh, yeah. 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 That's right. Yeah, that was, Imagine that. That was, that was a brittle nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's exactly. a weird time. It was a weird yeah. time. Yes. Yes. And, and musically, it was a weird time because new metal was kind of the thing at this time. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was very and, much. Backstreet Boys. I don't know. Yeah. Boy bands. Think, well, it's funny uh, because Ricky Martin was kind of was Britney kind of Spears. Ricky Martin, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, Britney yeah, I, Spears, Mr. Fister. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny because I don't know if this is going to be like Eric. If you have like you said, you didn't take any notes. So I don't know if you have any questions or topics or anything. But I think the fact that new metal was a thing, I think that directly played in like the direction for Saint Anger, like Absolutely. directly. Oh, Absolutely. for sure. I mean, look at 100%. look at this look at the Summer Sanitarium tour they went on. In yeah, our, our, our yeah. 2003. I mean, every band yeah. they took out with them was a, basically a new metal band. Yeah, yeah. Lincoln was, Park, uh, Deftones, Kid I Rock. saw that. Con- I saw that that actually tour. Yeah, I almost wore my yeah. 2003 Summer Sanitarium shirt for this episode. Yeah, nice. so. nice. <laughs> yeah. Well, nice. so. this was like one of the first times where Metallica was. They were taking influence from bands younger than them, 
versus yeah, bands true. older than them, which was kind of a weird, a weird thing because you're so used For to them sure. being like, well, these is you know they're taking new wave of British heavy metal songs and blending them with like punk and making this whole thrash thing, and it's all new and exciting. And now they're taking I, influence I, from like System of a Down and Slipknot a little bit, and it's mm-hmm. like it's a, it's a little jarring. It's like you guys are supposed to be the Trailblazers, and you're taking. <laughs> You're tuning your guitars you know, to see what the fuck is going yeah, on. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. It's, well, well, I, I mean, what about that Slayer album? Uh, what the hell was? When did that come out? Oh, Diabolus and Musica. Yeah, that's I mean, what I was. Ni- yeah, ninety-eight. I've, I've never, maybe, I've never so, heard that but, album. Okay, <laughs> really? Metallica. Yeah, I mean Metallica. I've wasn't the first, like, yeah, yeah, but but Metallica wasn't the only one that was being affected no. by the popularity that was going oh, on. No, so it's not, not. It's not as though like we, we could point the finger at them and you know. No, and I'm the one saying the that, that too. Were, you know? They were the ones that were always, you know, at the forefront of of innovation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I think that I think that there's something to be said for where they were, though, because I mean, where James was mentally, where the band was mentally, with the whole Jason thing, things that come to a head, yeah. a lot of things that they did they didn't really do, and then rising from the ashes with Saint Anger. I mean, it's almost like. So I get the Phil thing where he was handing them lyrics and I thought like, yeah, that's a bit, that's a bridge too far. But, but the writing process was very much like a lot of them sitting in the room together and it wasn't just James and Lars. Right. Right. So, so so that said, it's like, they're coming, they're rising from the ashes and they're kind of like looking to the left and right of them, realizing that it's okay to be in a community of folks. Right. And in their family to, to come up from where they were probably the darkest place in their history as a band. And I think, I think that the album as a result is a statement to that. And the, the way that the album was created with, lyrics that were not just james's genius but genius from around the room and the riffs if you take them apart and you listen to some of them in the key of e you'll hear metallica mm-hmm. like it's not you're not you know it, and i think every album has shades of things dating back to like the right ride the lightning era right um but i think that it, part of their coming out was that assimilation of the drop c thing or the drop c sharp thing wherever they were it was almost like I wonder if that was them tiptoeing into what they thought was a safe place at the time mm-hmm. so that they could come back out and be a little bit stronger. I mean, that's all me theorizing. Yeah. It would be a fun project to re-record the, the songs oh, in, 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 in a e, normal key e. or a normal tuning, rather. Yeah. Or even yeah. E flat. E, e flat or E, but yeah. yeah. And put guitar solos in it. <laughs> yeah, there's and put guitar solos in it. And that actually have conversation. and actually have a real bass guitar in it. That would be nice. And a yeah. different snare well, sound. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Th- okay. There's yeah. a lot of things. There's a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> so let's do some band introductions and stuff. So this this is an interesting thing because on Saint Anger, obviously, there was no Jason Newstead. So no. you've got James Hetfield on vocals and guitar, Lars Ulrich on drums, Kirk Hammond on guitar, and Bob Rock on bass guitar. <laughs> yeah. So that's a thing. Um, <laughs> that happened. <It's> <laughs> that <thing>. happened. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, there's that. Um, and I wouldn't like. I, I know we have three bass players on here, so I'm guessing that the bass playing on this album is not very impressive. Well, it's hard to say because the tone is so so horrendous. buried. Yeah. It's. I wish they had given him the Newstead Injustice for All treatment. <laughs> <laughs> Because it sounds like the gain is completely 
like maxed on this album is just yeah, there are a couple mud. moments where it is just bass on this album. yeah but, but it's still yeah. it's just it sounds like mud and it i and i can't believe that this guy is a producer of records that's well but the point of the album just, was to make it sound like a garage album yeah raw and he, just you know i think that they the production wise there was like let's do minimal i don't know here whoever yeah. was whoever decided that was the tone to go with fuck off just turn it down <laughs> all the way it sounds. Turn, turn it down all the way because you can't really even tell that it's bass until like it it just sounds like an extra frequency of of um of noise in the speakers well it's not i even, can't help but wonder it's it, not it, even it's a part instrument at that point it's almost electric what? sounding like just distorted it's not distorted but it's just mud bit. I wonder if part of that, though, is that the challenge is that they are dropped. So you're getting into bass territory. So there might be a lot of fighting there that they didn't with the frequencies that they maybe I'm had sure to kind of like dance, dance around, you know. But yeah. there, and I think but there's ba- there's bands that could they, they overcame that. that oh, sure. downness with And I, I'm sure. and plus he's I'm I'm pretty sure he's using a using a pick. Of course. Yeah, oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And yeah. there's no there's no brightness at all. It's just mud coming through yeah. it i think is the worst bass guitar sound i've ever heard on an album oh my god yeah but this this the sound isn't awesome but the playing is is good it, i can't but it's because it's, it's so it's hard to tight, make it out it, though it, it, it well be, well it, so it it would stand out to me if it was bad let's put it that way mm. i mean and i think that's that, that's the nature of bass and that's just the way i hear it um, there's some I cool moments that, like yeah, should be again, oh, yeah. the part oh, should be yeah. again where it just stops yeah. and it's like yeah that's great so oh for sure and i think that part of the the whole saying anger experience to include whatever might be going on with the bass is uh that's what they should have named the album actually um maybe part of that was Maybe there was an element of something to prove, not just rising from the ashes, but this isn't load and reload, stand the fuck by. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Because even, even in, I think it was, if it wasn't some kind of monster, it was some making of or something where even Bob was like, fuck balance. Mm. Go balls to the wall. Just go full bore. Do yeah. that on an EP, though. Like, <laughs> yeah, but this is the same angle. Don't do that like, on an album. The, I mean, what, what on the album does it, sound really good? The bass drum sounds well, good. That, the guitar sound good. The well, that's what I was about to say. Like the the thing that I guess kind of saves the bass guitar tone or sound is that there's so many other things that sound wrong on the album. Right. Yeah. Exactly. It's it's but, a it's a per, big, crazy mess. So yeah, like I wouldn't yeah. expect anything to sound particularly good. So yeah. there are but some things was, to do. I think the guitar tone is good. I think the bass drum sounds good. And I think the toms sound good. But as a band like Metallica, even at that point when they were in a uh, precarious situation, you know, didn't know if they were going to be together anymore. Like, you're putting out a fucking album, and Metallica yeah. doesn't put out albums every two or three years. No, like, it's it's an event when they do it. Yeah, and to put, like, no, longer sounds, longer gaps, longer gaps each album. Yeah, and put out something so. that sounds is is sonically so. Uh, I don't know. Bad. Just bad. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. Not anything that you. Yes. Well, especially bad. coming that out is the easiest yeah. way to say I mean, it. and the last album before this was Reload, which yeah. is one of their best. Sounded fantastic. Album. The yeah, sound is amazing on that yeah. album. Yeah. yeah. It's, so it's, to get like, to this yeah. is it's it's kind of it's it it kind of hurts my feelings a little. 
Yeah. I, I think it's like like they took the toms and just like and he was like, let's loosen them all the way up. And then the snare, let's tighten it as far as we can get. And turn it off. We'll turn it off, yeah. Well, well it's yeah, so tight that it doesn't even fucking rattle. Like it's yeah. it, it's, it's well <laughs> it's the parts we can hear yeah. it rattling actually. Well, <laughs> I th- I think my my concern at the time because I remember when it came out, my concern is that look, this is a cool uh, there's a couple of songs that actually some of my favorite Metallica songs, like two of my favorite Metallica songs of the list of what maybe 20 are actually on St. Anger. But the the problem I had overall as a fan was wow. Um this this sounds like it might be an attempt to blend in with what else is already going on instead of just being Metallica, which yeah. is yeah, which is not their norm. Like they've always right, been right. like their their right. kind of mm. big claim to fame yeah. was we do our own thing and we don't follow yeah. the, you know we don't follow but the what, trends. Like like, yeah. like who are you comparing them to? Like what uh, are there other like bands? System of a Down? But just, just the, yeah, just that's, the new that, that was dr- but that was like Rick Rubin recording them and yeah, uh, Terry Date was doing. Link Biscuit, so their albums sounded really good. You know? Yeah, like, there's more to it than just trying to to, to fit in. I think there's a there's mental think, aspect. There's a psychological aspect to this where they're just trying so. to be like, we're we're kind of broken, and this is the sound of us. That's the being lyrics broken, and vocals. Like the lyri- the lyrics yep. and the vocals yeah. are the broken pieces, and the the musical part of it is more like the new metal and that kind yeah. of stuff. But it's still but like you said, for it's still Metallica. Well, I, like I there's like still Metallica riffs it, in there. It does you know? sound broken, and that's a good way yeah. to put it. And that kind of I kind of like that actually. Yeah, it's. I'm glad you said that. Yeah, it is from like a psychological. It gives me a little bit of, of resolution and in all this, like psychologically, emotionally broken. It's emotionally, yeah, emotionally broken. It's supposed it's, to sound broken. It's supposed to sound. Well, I it's, think it's, artistically, it's a bad move. Do you think but, it was? Do you think it was supposed to, or they just were? No, broken? it was supposed that's to. What, no, I think it was supposed to. to. I think that they it's started a presidio and they were recording one album, and then James would rehab, and the band started falling apart, and they went yeah. in and wrote on a completely different album that was. Yeah a statement of this band falling apart and this is what it sounds like. Yeah. And there were, That's there were the, a lot more people involved than just the two of them. You yeah. know, again, it was Kirk had a hand in a lot of the writing, you know, with the lyrics and, the, and just other, other folks were, you know, invited in. So I mean, speak. Lars helped write yeah. some of the lyrics for God's sake. Everybody. Yeah. 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 Like, Shoot me again yeah. was a lot of Lars and his response yeah. to Napster. So, yeah. 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 Well, that kind of makes it poignant in a way. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It, it is. Yeah. Like I think if you go at, go into it's like it with a fractured that mindset, fractured yeah. bands, just it's a broken band. This is this is them bleeding out. Listen yeah. to his vocals at the end of "All Within My Hands" and just oh that is goodness. like the emotion coming from him is like it's almost like it kind of reminds me of talking new metal, the corn song "Daddy" when he's like mm-hmm. screaming yeah. at the end of that song, just like "fuck you," like just oh, there's voice cracks all over the place. Yeah, yeah. it's just emotionally yeah. and I, wrecked. I appreciate that. I, I, I so, like that aspect of it. it's raw. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just you know if you're spending millions of dollars on an album, it shouldn't really sound. <laughs> how, come the, how, come the, how, how come the guitar sound is still good? Like, I mean, it's always going to be. I don't yeah. know. It's going to be. That's the one thing I think. Like, you mentioned "Shoot Me yeah. Again." I think that like things are just a little more trebly on that track, mm-hmm. and I, I just it, that yeah, none of the songs have one, the same particular yeah. production, production exactly specifically. Right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, kind I of, but song, there's man. all these weird things happening. Sometimes the snare is turned back on. 
Sometimes the guitar tone changes. Sometimes the bass drum changes. It's but weird. why do the drums suck across, like the entire? <laughs> I mean, I mean, performance wise, it's pretty damn good. It's sure, like a but it, performance. it sounds but like the crap. sound. Yeah, like, I don't know what he was the thinking there. Yeah, that, that yeah. may have just been that feeble attempt to get that sort of raw garage sound yeah. back to back to basics kind of sound. Well, didn't right? he say? I mean, I thought he said he liked the tool sound and he liked the fact that Danny Carey would go like no snare at all and he's like that yeah. open hollow dung, dung, dung sound he wanted borderline to timbale that. kind of thing yeah so yeah, I, don't, I don't know if that was part of it or and if it was more the raw thing that he was just going for i don't know I but just the raw thing it's just one of those things where it's almost like george lucas doing jar jar like they're they're so powerful at this point no one's there to tell them no <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know they're they're metallica you're not going to tell them no laura's saying like, he Dude. wants to emulate Danny Carey, though, is like me saying I want to be Victor Wooten on an album. I don't mean performance-wise. I mean, like, just the sound of a snare. Like uh, Lars yeah. will never be Danny Carey. <laughs> we can admit that. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, so, and then, you know, I think the first song we all heard from this album was um, St. Anger, right? That was There's, the first single. I thought, I thought it was Frantic. It was frantic because they, they did it at the they did it at the um oh, the, icon. the icon the icon the icon thing yeah frantic yeah. that's and right frantic I, that, was the first one that was good and it was live so we didn't that's hear that's one of my songs. wait how'd you hear that the, remember the MTV the, icon the thing MTV, it was no. it was pretty terrible and no, they I introduced know. and they the, introduced, the they introduced I mean, Rob the first thing I yeah. heard was was definitely Saint Anger. In the video game. No, they they so they did the MTV icon and they had like uh, Avril Lavigne doing know Fuel and and they had um, Snoop, Snoop Dogg did Snoop Dogg and Corn did Corn Biscuit did Sanitarium. No, nope, and then at the remember. end Metallica comes out and they play some stuff and then they said you know we're icons but we sure ain't done yet or we sure ain't dead yet or whatever and yeah, they started yeah. playing Frantic. Yeah, that's right. And it was like, holy, and that was brand new. You're like, holy shit, this is fucking awesome. Cause it was, and I think they rolled the credits during St. They did. And I think, and I think actually they introduced Rob at that thing to the world, if I remember yeah, I correctly. I think that's right. Yeah, yeah. I think that's right. Yeah. yeah, that was his first, his first, yeah. Because yeah, they were like, your first foray into the to Metallica land is MTV icon. Could you imagine that? <laughs> Not the best. Can you imagine when MTV actually played music? I know no. that's one, that's another thing that that will never happen again. A show like that with a rock. I, I know that. Yeah, and I know that no that blew light. me away because I was a fan of Rob since like Suicidal and Infectious Groove. Oh, yeah. oh so, yeah. So to know that he was so to know that he was going to Metallica was like Wah! yeah. And I'm a J, I'm a Jason guy, right? So obviously, yeah. But <laughs> but I love you know, and and I love Cliff obviously, but Jason was kind of like how I cut my teeth. But to, to see Rob yeah. come into the band, I was super excited about that. Yeah, for sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, when, I found, yeah, yeah. when I found that out too, I was like, "Well, of course." I mean, yeah. He, yeah. He, he was, yeah. he was with, with all of the metal bands back then. He easily—I mean, let's face it—he wasn't less Claypool, but he is easily one of the best in the oh, metal. Man. You know, the thing about Rob is, I think he could do a lot of less Claypool, oh. but he knows when not to, and I yes. don't think less Claypool sure. could ever hold back. No, no. <laughs> he would be finger tapping <laughs> all over the place. Hold back. Yeah, like all that's nine, why he's all in Primus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 and well, not Metallica. It, it would, yeah, that's true. Well, you know, you know, um, the, the reason um, where I got a lot, I, I loved Robert Trujillo before he was in Metallica too, uh, but mm -hmm. suicidal. Um, but where I gained a huge, and I think I've said this before in the podcast, but uh, where I gained a huge amount of respect for him is he played on uh, a Jerry Cantrell album. With mm -hmm. Mike Bourne. Oh, yes, that's right. Boggy Depot, was it? Um, I don't know if it was the first or... Was it the first or second album? I can't remember. But 
Yeah, it regardless, but yeah, it regardless, matter. you would never know it's Robert Rob Trujillo. Yeah, he's just playing exactly yeah. what that album needs. And, and Mike Borden too, for his credit, yeah. he's not beating the shit out of the drums like he does in Faith No More. He's pl- they're, they're they're both like playing perfectly what the album needs, and and I respect that hugely. Like there's no, they're not like I got like I I, I love Flea, but if you put him on that album, you'll be like, <laughs> oh, I think that's Flea. You know what I mean? Like I I have a profound appreciation for musicians who play the song and not the instrument. Yeah. And, and you see that a lot in, in the cover band scene. You see a lot of musicians that'll just kind of get bored of what they're playing, so they overplay. Mm-hmm. And that's a huge pep. It's a huge pet peeve of mine. That's me. Oh, <laughs> <Aww>, dude. <laughs> that's me. Yeah. No, yeah. that's not. Well, only, I, I, I try only, not to. We play only, my hero. When you I, throw I, in I, a Vic, Vic, Vic Wooten solo, you know. No, that's no, not true. Hey, no, there it no. is. <laughs> we we play, we covered my hero a couple weeks ago, and I played Sweet. perfect to the album as I could, like. If it's Janis Joplin, you might change it around. But well, because the original bass player, <laughs> I don't think did a great job. I actually, I actually tone it down when we do that song. Okay. I think there's yeah. too much going on. Yeah. Anyway, it would have been interesting to hear what Rob Trujillo did on this on Saint Anger, like because. Yeah. But I thought it was recorded before. Oh, you mean if it he was. Had if he had actually recorded yes. the bass on this album, like yeah. if he come in before they did all the writing and he had actually had a hand in some of the bass lines, mm-hmm. but you know. It is what it is. It's like saying, "What if, what would yeah. Cliff have done on the Black Album?" Yeah, you know, right. or Justice, yeah. right? You know, but anyway, yeah. So we heard Frantic, and then we heard um, Saint Anger. Saint some, Anger. Of us, mm-hmm. some of us heard it the other way around, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, Saint Anger was the first actual single, right? Because it was yes. played on the radio. I remember they debuted it on the radio. I think I saw like, they had the video first. The they video. were still playing videos. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's Saint, Saint Quentin. Saint Quentin. Right? Saint Quentin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it was yeah. really. That's a really cool video. It is, yeah. It's a cool video. And but you know, that was our first like introduction to that snare sound. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're all like, what yeah. is going on here? I hope they don't but, do that on the entire album. <laughs> the double bass, the double uh, bass was back in a big way. Yeah, that fast, like that fast. when it gets good, when it gets really fast. Are we getting ahead of ourselves in the track? We are a little bit, yeah. Because we gotta talk about the album cover and Yeah. Let's talk about that album cover. Is this the first album cover? Actually, there's I guess there's it depends on your what uh, format you're looking at, but um, there's there's no Metallica logo, right? But there, yeah. Well, I was just looking on uh, iTunes when I was listening on iTunes. It's got it does actually have the logo, so I don't know if there were different versions of it. I don't think so because this is the CD. physical it's copies. Just, I don't think had the yeah, had yeah, the parental yeah, advisory, yeah. and that's pretty much it. The vinyl had well, the vinyl, I, vinyl I, has a sticker on it. The thing I noticed was mm. that it's got that fake ass so. Metallica logo. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, the the, the, the new metal, show. new yeah. metal Metallica logo. Yeah, <laughs> I almost wore I almost wore that shirt tonight. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. They were still well, in they were still in alternate logo phase at this point. They were not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think they came back for Death Magnetic yep. with the old old. Uh, that was the first time they came. They back did. Over, they just so. they changed the A a little bit, but other than that, it was the same. Did they really? Yeah, the A is is like this A is squared off. The other A is angled like this. Oh, the, the A, a in the middle. Okay. The A in the middle. Know. Yeah. Okay. No, not this A. The, the A in the middle. Sorry, I should I should have clarified that. Yeah, the A in the middle on the new mm-hmm. one is a, like more of a. You know, oh, is it? I didn't. Pyramid. I never noticed that. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, oh, Eric's got the uh, alt version logo. Let me sure. have the. Well, this is the yeah. time. That's, that's one. That's one of the alt versions because there's another one that was like. I, mean, I should have wore the shirt, but it's like all like kind of like looks more straight. I think it's more straight. This is just a club shirt. Yeah. I don't even know if this logo was ever shirt. really a yeah. thing. 
quite frankly. But. Yeah. Man, we are so nerdy. Go outside, nerd. Get out. Go. I ain't got time to be distracted by your worthless chimes. Go on. You see that A? You see how the A is like. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. shit. That yeah. looks better. Look that. It's cleaner. Yeah. Yeah. It's cleaner. Wow. It's cleaner. I blame computers and AI. Yeah. Now, now who's the real nerd? I like this one better only because it's, you know, it's the classic. It, it, and it's flush with the L. I like that it's flush with the yeah, L. That, that is L. good, but the L's not really center. You're like, <laughs> yeah. It's not. But, I, I got to say, when we started recording this podcast, I did not think that this was going to be one of the topics. <laughs> well, not everyone knows. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to blame, you know, uh, Mustaine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He invented the He created the A. Well, he created the letter A. He created font. Oh, right. He, he invented oh, that. <laughs> he realized papyrus was something you could write on. Yeah. yeah. And he gave it to the ancient yeah. Egyptians and then created Metallica. There you go. And wrote all their music. Yeah. Well, of course. Still does. Goes without saying. So, so, I, so I guess the Big Bang was him plugging into the amp. Got it. That's right. It was like the beginning of uh, Back to the Future. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Well, so, uh, okay, yeah. we got off topic. The album cover. <laughs> what? It's, yeah, it's, uh, it's the first album cover designed by um, Pusshead, right? Yeah, Pusshead did Oh, did no the shit, cover. that's him. Yeah, that. yeah, exactly, that's him. It's like, why doesn't it look That seems cool like the least Pusshead thing I've ever seen yeah. in my life. That's what's yeah. weird is, like, the fist thingy is not as good as the skull thingy. Like, if you open up the CD. Oh, I like the Some Kind of Monster thing, too. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's cooler. Yeah and, yeah, and this is better, too. The little yeah, I skull love that. Thingy. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. I like I like the other thingy yeah. better. The, but yeah, this is cool too. But yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that everything is everything is better than the fist. Because you know, <laughs> yeah, there was know. there was actually a great picture that got cut off for that. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's like strapped down or something. I don't oh, know. The, the, yeah, I, this I, one. Yeah, there is a um, no. The other yeah, one. The, this one. Well, he's the he's other more... picture. The other picture you showed is there's like, more to that too. Is there? Oh, let me see if the vinyl. Has but I don't think Pusshead just drew like teeth up to the top of the. The back has this on the sorry, it's like something shiny. like that would have been. Yes, yeah, yeah. That's looks like that's meta. Oh yeah, so yeah. he's got the the fist is like a necklace. Okay, that makes yeah. Sense. The the, the, the album the... cover is reversed on these on that <laughs> medallion yeah, news. Really is. Yeah, that's it's right. A medallion, medallion news. It's complete with plaque and gingivitis. Yeah, it's just <laughs> great pus heads. So that's, yeah, yeah. That, that, like, yeah, that's let's... way better. Like, let's focus in on the smallest part of this drawing. That's important. That, that isn't as cool as all the other parts. But like, hey, they were yeah. they were a fractured band. You can't tell Metallica no. And like, that's, right. that's all cooler stuff too. Like on the inside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of uh, really cool artwork. Yeah. 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 But they picked the worst. <laughs> Probably on purpose. <laughs> uh, yeah. So anyway. Yeah. I mean, right. it's 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 still kind of a cool album cover. There are worse, yeah. But I mean, there are worse if, album if, covers. If, if you are a band with a iconic logo, you need to put it on the album cover. It's a good thought. It wasn't. It wasn't that iconic at the time, though. Wait, no, oh. the Metallica. No, I'm talking about the Metallica logo. Oh, you mean the old? That's school? what I mean. That's well, a, no, well, they were still, still, still iconic. Iron, Iron Maiden still put Iron Maiden on their album covers. Yeah. So. 
You have to. But but the, but at that time, it was the changed album, uh, the, the changed logo, right? Yeah. It was that yeah. sort of gritty, weird-looking one. Yeah, they, yeah. they still had the one from yeah. Reload and Load and all that, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, this was the uh, new logo. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the one that, yeah. Wait, what, what was yeah, the... This? Oh, that's lo- right. Yeah. What was that's the logo the new... for Load? Was it still the old school one? It looked. It looked like what Eric yeah. Eric's wearing. It looked yeah, kind of similar like to that, that uh, but like a yeah. little straight oh, yeah. off. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Straighten. I forgot. Yeah, right. uh, here's the. Here's I, the yeah, I should just go. That's yeah, half. Oh, that little more straightened off. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. That's half. But they cut their they cut their hair and they cut off those barbs. That's basically what happened. <laughs> <laughs> they shaved the top yeah. of that off too. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, like let's yeah. cut this also. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I mean, the logos. That's one of the best logos ever. I don't know why you would ever. Fuck I know. Why would you rebrand when you know you actually have? I mean, how many times did we? Replicate that, that I still on, do it on, 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 on our, yes, exactly. Collectively, Can't... probably ten thousand times. Yes. It's, it's, it's the only thing draw. I can actually draw. <laughs> it's impactful. It looks. I don't scary. draw shit. It's got I can draw that logo though. And why the yeah. A is always going sideways by the end of the fucking. Thing I don't know. Ever. It's always like. Goes in like <laughs> <laughs> it's why is it pointing up? Run what did I do? Yeah. It must have fallen asleep. Because <laughs> you did it in school when you were supposed to be taking yeah. notes. Yeah. You're like so, Iron Maiden. Metallica. Yeah. Iron Maiden. Anthrax. Oh, the Anthrax <laughs> one was too, yeah. I, I mean, I did suicidal tendencies, you know. I did as many of them as I could. <laughs> that, yeah, I, I, I think I attempted Sepultura one time. And I was just like, eh, I ain't gonna work. No. <laughs> no. That's too hard. I, I can only do the Beneath the Remains version of the Sepultura logo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, I'm sure I tried to do Death a few times, and I was like, no. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that one was a little... Spider web, spider web. That's ridiculous. That's an art project. Yeah, doing that. I I want to see if you guys agree with this. I think this the Saint Anger was the first album where they needed to start cutting stuff out a little bit. Like they were going too long with the riffs. Like you should have done that twice instead of four times. You didn't need to do that riff eight times. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Somebody continue that trend. Lars discovered Pro Tools and discovered copy paste. <laughs> yeah. And problems um, occurred. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> well, because some of these songs, like, uh, you know, I love Shoot Me Again, but it's seven minutes long. It doesn't need to be seven minutes long. No. Like, Invisible Kid Invisible is Invisible Kid. Invisible, Invisible Kid. Invisible Kid is such a brilliant tune, and it could be half the long. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's, that's probably, that might be my favorite song on the album. I just jam to it hard, but. It goes on again and again and again. Yeah. So I wonder, I wonder if if um, Rick Rubin would come in instead of Bob Rock, who seemed kind of a, to be at a sycophant to some degree at this point, wanting to be in the band. Like if Rick Rubin came in and be like, "No, it's too long. You need to." Probably would. Like, yeah, maybe. I think well, maybe. it's hard to say though. Maybe, maybe, but then look at some of the lengths of the songs in Death Magnetic. Yeah. Yeah, right. None of those. But the, I, but I don't. The, I never get the feeling when I listen to that album that like, oh my god, come on. <laughs> oh, you know why? Because yeah. there's length, but there's a little bit more variety, so I can see that. Yeah. Well, yeah. the songs Here, flow too, just, and they're, yeah. they're not tuned to negative uh, uh, <laughs> Satan. Like they're just. Well, well, I've never listened to that album, so I have absolutely nothing to say. Well, you will. Magnetic. 
I think oh, there's a weird fun fact about Death Magnetic. I think Death Magnetic was actually there's something called the loudness war. Yeah. In terms of right, I think Death Magnetic actually set the record and pretty much killed the loudness war. No album has ever what been as loud oh, in terms you, of the, how loud it is. The compression yeah, is way overboard. Yeah. It was it was not produced well. And, and that, right, and that it wasn't mastered well. Mastered. That's right. the yeah. The master. Yeah, yeah. The mastering, yeah. and I think that it was it was like the loudest song the loudest album ever made which is why on my itunes i always go to the guitar hero version yes, <laughs> yes. ah yeah, have you heard that like so it's yes good. because i played it and i have it but not not cautiously to listen to it you can, i, down, I downloaded it, download it and yeah throw it on your phone yeah that's yeah. what i did too yeah nice. and it's like it's better. Oh, okay it's much better it doesn't it doesn't pop my speakers that's nice yeah have you yeah it's not destroy my equipment yeah <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think um, I think that the the, the the length thing was really that was probably really my only actual complaint about saying anger. If I had to have a complaint, because I well, didn't were, mind the songwriting. No, not, and they were they were coming from they were coming from the they were coming from complete opposite with yeah. starting with black album and load and reload. All their they were you know purposely making their songs shorter. Yeah. So they went the complete opposite direction. Now they're like they had oh, some pretty long songs on load and reload. Well, that's true. I mean, yeah, yeah but for the most part. Fixer is yeah, and bleeding Where me is pretty long, but ours. bleeding me is you know it's um, and um, classic. What's the last song on Reload? Fixer. Fixer. Outlaw Torn. Outlaw Torn. Yeah, that's yeah. ten minutes long. Yeah. Oh, that's so, true. But they had they definitely had <laughs> long and um, third song on Load. What's that? Um, House of Jack Belt. That's pretty yeah. long too, right? That's a, long, that's yeah. a genius team. I love that. Song. No, no, I don't. I'm not saying they yeah. should have cut it. I'm just saying. Yeah. Like, they they weren't they went they went one they basically went one album where they were like let's, sure let's let's stop oh, yeah but I think it's it's more the it's more the just repeating the same riff you know with those other songs it's well that's the that's the issue I take that yeah, and yeah, that's exactly. probably where the, a lot of the guitar solos would have gone there's these sections where it's just <laughs> yeah, instrumental true. and you're like well, you're just playing this riff mm. which is fine but there's okay well Kurt would add guitar did, solos live right like they, they, yeah uh, yeah. You know, um, did you all hear Kirk's uh, stance on that in the room? I feel like most of you may have already. But yeah, if not, I don't remember. Wait. Yeah, he stood up for himself. Well, so, yeah, basically because I think when they were recording and they were they were coming up with it, Kirk was kind of on the side of let's add guitar solos. And I I don't remember if it was Lars or someone else saying, "Well, let's not take guitar and, and put guitar solos." And Kirk was saying, um, you might think that guitar solos are dated, but not putting a guitar solo dates a song to now. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, right. That's, Which yeah, is that's a really brilliant, brilliant point. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You, you rarely see Kirk stand up for himself, but if you watch some kind of monster, you see him like straight up, straight up, go, "This is bullshit." Like, yeah. and you never yeah. see Kirk do that. So no, it's pretty impressive yeah. that Kirk was like, "No." And exactly what you said, Fern. It's it's dating us to now, which is a, it's actually a brilliant point. Yeah. Um, so see, uh, Machine Heads. Album where they braided their hair. <laughs> exactly. The burning Supercharger. red. Or... I think it was Supercharger oh. was the mo- the worst offender of oh, okay. kind of going into new metal. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Burning red wasn't too bad. Okay. Okay. So let's fast forward 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. yeah God exactly. damn it. 20 fucking years. That's crazy. <laughs> to now. To now. Somewhere in yeah. time is now. <laughs> the, issue, the other the other thing that we can point out here too is like this that Saint Anger was the first album that was written with James sober, like completely sober, right? Yeah. I mean, well, yeah. starting and then it evolved into that. But 
So that's 20 years of sober James writing. All right. So now we've gotten to a point now where it's this is the what? what wait, wait, Anger. wait. Oh. This is now? Are you talking about now sober? The St. Anger was, was sober James. Okay. Yeah, Anger, yeah. I'm saying so he started sober, with that. From so St. Anger so. till now, you're talking 20 years of sobriety for James. Yeah. Wait. He has, well, he'd gone into he weird. Well, yeah, are you presuming he's been sober from then to now? <laughs> he's fallen off a bit, he's but he's, 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 he's tried to stay sober. Let's but just he, say, yeah, he's, yeah. Okay. he's, he's yeah. had an awareness of his issue and he's tried to address it. Well, I, w- I wouldn't say he's even. I, I wouldn't has. Well, okay. For the most want, part, the stuff yes, that's been written okay, in the past yes, twenty years since he's so, realized he's or admitted he's had an issue. Yeah, yeah. But I, I would definitely not. Agree that he's been sober for twenty years since he obviously he's, he's gone back into rehab. Hey, hey, yeah. So. yeah, for the most yeah. part. Yes, for the most okay. part. Yeah. Let's he's not go into his personal demons. Ninety-one point three percent. He's been. Sober. I'm not trying to pick him apart or, or say like, <laughs> like, like Megadeth's best shit was when that dude was fucking high and drunk and <laughs> fucked up. Oh like, gosh, yeah. I'm not. I'm not. Right. I'm not trying to. Listen for that. I'm just saying, like, I don't. There's no fucking. Way. I don't. Well, so when, when I quit years, when, when I quit drinking twenty years ago, <laughs> you know. Um, it, uh, I mean, it's <laughs> no. I, I, I don't. I don't want to belabor the point. It was just a simple statement saying that for the majority, yeah. he's been okay. sober the past twenty years. So that we know of. Yeah. The, the last four albums they've written. Guy, <laughs> but I would say also that if he had been, this album wouldn't have, have been as great oh. as it is. Because he's still obviously fighting a lot of demons in his lyrics. Yeah, yeah. for sure. So Not think, necessarily yeah. alcohol, but, you know. I mean, you could listen to the lyrics. We can segue into 72 Seasons. Look, listen to the lyrics on 72 Seasons. Well, I'm just so. saying, like, I'm There's a ton sure of it. I'm Darkness sure. had a son. I mean, Jesus Christ. That's basically yeah. about yeah. fighting away what was, you know, what demons. Was, and what, was the movie, what was the movie where... He says, I, I want my pain. I need my pain. Was it Star Trek? Mm, I don't know. Oh. Do you remember that? That was Spock said it, old... right? Didn't Spock Spot say it? Or, or was it Picard? No, no, no. It was it was, it was was Data. I want my pain. I need my I pain. Think, I think it was Data. Well, I don't like, know. He, but He somehow got human emotions and he was like, oh, I don't well, want this. I don't board, want this. Board. I think it was, I don't want this. No, but there was there was some movie that we I, th- I thought it was on one of your masterpiece tapes. It was, like, yeah, because that's like, how I know. I think it was. Okay. I think, I'm pretty sure it was Data, but he he didn't want it. He's like, I no longer want these emotions. Well, there's like, I don't know what's happening like, to me. He's flipping I need out. My pain and and like yeah. artists, they they need a, they need pain. They need some turmoil. Well, the artists yeah. that we dig into, like yeah, that's true. Yeah, well, hey, I don't think Katy Perry needs it, but no, like, <laughs> but like Dave Grohl. Shit like yes, like oh my god, <laughs> he dude. probably didn't need that much pain. But no. I'm not saying he needed it or wanted it, but he got it. Well, it so I think art. that's the fuel and that, think that creates uh, the um, the lights the fire that creates some of the yeah. best art that you're ever going to listen to, yeah. right? I think that even James uh, coined the phrase in an in an interview: "If you're feeling bad, if you're feeling bad, write a lyric. If you're feeling good, write a riff." Mm-hmm. That's cool. That's pretty fun. So, I mean, cool. to, yeah. to, it's awesome, but to that point, needing pain to kind of draw from that inspiration, right? Yeah, that's great. We have, yeah, we so have not played a single song. Yeah, <laughs> I know we're getting there. Uh, best song I ever wrote was right after like the first love of my life, "Dump Me." So, yeah, <laughs> we're gonna, we're waiting on the tracks. We're gonna do the. I got the, you. Okay, yeah, I got you. We want to get into like seventy-two seasons and let's do it. Let's let's right. get into the album overall. It's yeah. yellow. 
It's yellow as fuck. So uh, it's, who's it's, the uh, band somebody now? Somebody went to Pittsburgh. <laughs> yeah. Somebody went to Pittsburgh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the album cover is, uh, yeah. Um, so I'm looking at it on my other screen, and it's so yellow. I mean, it's yeah. very yellow. Did, all right, so did... did oh, uh, it's right here. Did Lars get the set and then be like, all right, I want yellow on the album? Or did, you know, they decide to go yellow oh, no, and then the, he's like, all right, set, I need to I need to get my a, a yellow drum set now. The drum set came after the album cover, that's for uh, okay. sure. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's, uh, they could have gone to a Striper of, uh, concert. <laughs> the album was going to be called Lux Eterna. That was one that's of the right. proposed yeah. titles. So mm-hmm. I think what they did was they took that whole really bright, you know, eternal light kind of vibe and went with this very bright, vibrant tone. And there's no colors. Metallica on this one either. It's just an yeah. M. That's right. Yep, it's just the but M. it's the good M. It is the good M. I think Lux Eterna is a better title for the album, but I think 72 Seasons is a better concept. So mm. I like the concept. Yeah. yeah, I'm good either way. I think yeah. um, I I like the bright fucking weird cradle yeah. shit. I like, it's a good album cover. I like the album cover a lot, actually. It's it nothing it, like it definitely represents covers. what 72 Seasons is. Yeah, first yeah. eighteen years of your life. So, yeah, um, and yeah, uh, James was outvoted on the Lux Eterna thing. James wanted to call yeah. it Lux Eterna, and everyone else in the band said no. So, <laughs> wow, that's, that's just hey, another that's a, example that's a tie of him. In, yeah, well, that's tied to San Anger because San Anger and all the therapy sessions got them to be more diplomatic with each other. Yep. Well, and here you have them voting on a title for the album. Would you know in the past will, that would have been James would be like, no, I'm I'm Daddy, and I'm putting my foot down. But I will say that as because uh, we're not really going to get to the sequencing if we're not going uh, – if we're going to shuffle the album base, albums basically. But I think Lux Eterna is – would have been a better opener. Yes. Yes. I think so too. I think yes. it just re- kicks ass right away. Yeah. It's yeah. a perfect um, – and I think 72 Seasons is a, as a title track should have been the second song. And keep yeah, that – And plus, sure. you know, that – Lux Eterna is like – it's like a, a mirror it's... of the beginning of their journey. Yeah. It's, yeah, I think that would have been a perfect album. It's kind of hit the lights. It's, it's very kill them all. It's yeah. hit the yeah. lights very part too. Yeah, totally yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It should have been the opener. Yeah. But you know, eh, whatever. Right. Yeah. I mean, you can make your own version of seventy-two. And you can always, yeah, you can always listen to it. Whatever, just resequence it anymore. Yeah. There's no, you can, there's no more <laughs> records, even though we just looked at the record. But yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> since we're on the topic of Lux Eterna, that was that came out of nowhere, right? Like we were, mm-hmm. yeah. We knew they were yeah, working on stuff. Like it was the whole. COVID happened and they were like, we're, we're doing stuff over Zoom. Like we're, we're sharing ideas back and forth. I don't think any of us knew they were that far along. I mean, we were waiting because no. it had been so fucking long. We're like, God, would you guys put an album out already? Um, but, you know, we had no idea. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, you, yes, there's a new song and new album in like three months. We're like, whoa, holy shit. <laughs> and, and right before then, I think they, they gave us a little something with Black in 2020, that acoustic version yeah. or something mm-hmm. like that. That's what, kicked, that's what kicked everything yeah. off, actually, was them yeah. doing that. Because that was supposed to be I think it was supposed to be. Um, what did they do? They put out Blackened 2020, which is an acoustic version of Blackened. With the whole thing. I mean, James started it off. James, let's do something with this. Yep. Yeah. Uh. He sent it to the band. He just wrote it himself. Like he was just fucking around on his acoustic, and he wrote this version of Blackened, and he recorded it, and he sent it to everyone in the band. And said, "Do something with this." And that's kind of what kicked this whole Zoom. This whole idea of we can actually do something over Zoom. We can actually write an album. Mm. Yeah. You know, we can we can be creative. Because yeah, James, I mean, if, if you don't know, James doesn't live in California. He's he's in Vail, Colorado. He's in Colorado. Yeah, I don't know where he is. So he's you know, he's uh nowhere near the rest of the guys when they're recording these days. So, which is interesting. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there were some at the end. I'm sure they got together and did some stuff. But when you're disgustingly rich, the world shrinks. So yeah. yeah. 
But the interesting thing here is like I don't even know where Lars lives. He could be in Copenhagen. I think he's still in San Francisco. I think the rest of them are still in San Francisco. Yeah, maybe not Rob. I don't know where he lives, but he um, was originally from L.A., wasn't he? Yeah, he was. Yeah, I don't know. But Kurt's in Hawaii. Yeah. Okay. He's in Hawaii. Really, I didn't know that. He's in Hawaii. Yeah. Oh, okay. Lives in Hawaii. Well, the interesting thing with the Zoom thing is like before on both Death Magnetic and Hardwired, we got these making of yeah. behind the scenes things where it was like, you know, a month or two after the album came out, you get these, you know, on YouTube, you see, hey, look at this. That's a 16 minute making of this one song. And it just shows the whole evolution of where, how the song started. And like, those are super cool to watch. Like, you know, especially um, uh, what was the song? Um, fuck, I'm blanking it on. It's on Death Magnetic track six, I think. Um Cyanide? The not Judas Kiss? No, Cyanide, no, no, no. The, Cyanide the one that's, the one that's uh, drop D. The, the, yeah, yeah. The, um, oh, is, is it All Nightmare Long? Long? Yeah. That is my favorite yeah. tune off that album. Yeah, where... Oh, yeah, second favorite tune. Oh, that, yeah. Started, yeah. that started that's with... That's the best song of that album. Oh, for sure. It's one of the best my, songs ever. And My Apocalypse. And My Apocalypse. Oh, yeah, My Apocalypse. All Night Long. Not All Night Long. No, but that song started with... Rob do you think we could do in. a mix-up of uh, All Night Long? And a mashup. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. No. Lionel Richie and Metallica? I mean, it might work, but I don't know. I love, it, it, I love it both work. of those songs. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Nightmare Long. Oh, my God. <laughs> no. <laughs> the, okay. Let me finish my point here. That song. His headache's coming back. It yeah. actually is. I was like, I got this little like, uh, tinge right then. I was like, motherfucker, let me fucking uh, finish my thought. You motherfuckers. It started with uh, Rob playing flamingo guitar. That whole riff, that that uh, main riff in that song started with him coming and going, like this weird riff on. And James was like, that's cool as shit. And that's like, so we can't see any of that now with, with know, 72 seasons, which kind of sucks. You think that, I mean, you, we're recording in Zoom right now. Oh, yeah. I'm sure they have that so, stuff recorded. They've got to. Like, you know, pay someone to edit that shit together. For sure. Give us a little behind the scenes thing. would love that. Awesome. Yeah. Those, are, those, both those the, albums. One of my funny, favorite things about both those albums is watching those behind the scenes. I love watching the making of It's them. awesome. Well, it's great. Couldn't they put it after? Maybe. Yeah, they could, they could do it at any time. They could come out tomorrow. We, well, that's what they well, did I remember, I remember when um, the track started coming out for this album. 72 seasons they, yeah. they put out Lux Eterna yeah. and I was like this fucking awesome and then they put out what Screaming, Screaming Suicide. Suicide right and I was I, I don't even remember if I think I listened to that and then they were putting I think they put out two more before yeah. the album came yeah. out right they did one dropped right like 72 right seasons and Darkness Out of Sun was next yeah. after that yeah and then and the 72 seasons and I was like or maybe it was the reverse whatever it might have been reversed but I was like um, no like I'm not listening to it anymore Exactly. Yeah. I want to fucking hear the album. Like, yeah, in, in context, I'm tired. Like, stop giving yeah, me the half drip the fucking album weird. before. Yeah, so, the drip um, was weird. Yeah, yeah, and 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 because this was a like, this is an important like Iron Maiden doesn't fucking do that. Like, they put out like no. one song, put one song on the album. Like, that's the way it should stop. be. They put out one song, which is yeah, the single. Give us a taste. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, no, I want it. I I and I I I and iTunes music was like, or Apple music was like. <laughs> Hey, here's a new track. Listen here's a new track. Yeah. Like, fuck off. No. I'm waiting for the fucking album to come out. And I did. And and I'm glad I did. Because I just I just wanted to hear it as an album. You know, yeah. like like a fucking album is supposed to be. Yeah, and it helps. Real, real bands that way. Real bands should fucking do that. Like, I've started yeah. to do that with movies and TV shows. I, I'm avoiding trailers. Yeah. I feel like they like, give away too much. 
I they don't do. See that? Yeah. yeah. I don't want pre. I don't want. Uh, I want to be have a, a preconception of of what I'm about to experience. Yeah. So. Yeah. Although Lux Eterna was fucking awesome. Yeah. Here, let me throw this one out because it's something that I'm just kind of confused by. Um, it seems as though they created videos for every single song on this album. They did. Metallica back in the day when MTV used to show music videos <laughs> was very oh adamant of, about not doing one. Then they did one for one and all of a sudden they, you know, and then on the Black Album they did a song. Now MTV doesn't even show videos anymore. Yeah. And they did videos for every single song on the album. They've done that yeah, last three I think, albums. Uh, What's up with that? Uh, yeah, yeah. Since that magnetic, they've been releasing yeah. pretty I much even, almost I didn't every song had a visual. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, go back and watch. I mean, there's a video for we were just talking about all night long. It's all it's like animated. Yeah, I, 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 it's I know. Animated, like, yeah, I know that one is. Yeah, but that um, one's brilliant. But I there's a, there, it's a little there's a little bit of a super saturation because I for yeah. me one of my one of my top Metallica songs is Dream No More, and I have I I had this entire movie Love in my song. head. It's the fourth of the of the quadrilogy of the Cthulhu. Yeah, yeah. yeah, for Cthulhu, right? But what they did was just kind of okay. Yeah, it, it yeah. felt just like weird, like it, like it had nothing to do with the context of the song, right? Which is fine, but I, I would have preferred to see something a bit more theatrical and maybe something in the Cthulhu universe, you right. know, in a way. Yeah, you know. But uh, I feel like I, yeah, but it yeah, well, I, like I I think music videos in general suck and <laughs> always have, especially like heavy metal videos, like. The bands that we love, like most of the videos are fucking horrible. You know, like <laughs> one was so amazing. Groundbreaking. Like, yeah. Like yeah. that's one of the best so music good. videos, maybe the best. Maybe it the is. I think, I think it's still the best ever, music ever. video ever. Yes, the best. Like there's, there's would, other uh, bands. There's like. Which version? The long the, version. The, the, no, the real, the real <laughs> version. <laughs> the jamming version. Yeah. No, not the jamming version. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> but like. Like. God, metal, especially metal, like Testament. They can put Testament videos. They're fucking horrible. Because <laughs> there's a burning Watch trash your mouth. In, in front of them playing in a street. Like, it, like, what does that do for me? Like, fuck off. You know, like. Well, so I will say that for as, as many videos as Metallica has, um, there are a number of them that I can kind of do without, but some of the best videos they have are the best videos around. I yeah. think. Yes, when they, when they do it. Like, I don't. I don't. I don't even. I should probably go back and look at uh, uh, when it sleeps. But until it sleeps. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's until a, it sleeps. Yeah. That. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. But that's a fucking weird video. It is weird. Yeah. It is. Unforgiven it is. was weird. Yeah. Unforgiven was, was crazy. The twelve minute version. Twelve minute version is awesome. I I thought it was awesome. Yeah. It was, that was a Matt Mahern thing, right? Yeah, it was Matt Mahern. Yeah. I don't know if I was already sick of him by then. I, I don't know. <laughs> I've, I've just I've just never been. Yeah. I, I loved it when we would go watch uh, Headbangers Ball and a band we'd like to do a video. But as if you like break down the video itself, I was usually like, yeah. I mean, it's I'm a just... good point about the newest, the newer albums and the being because I don't, I can't go back and like I could tell you what the Lux Eterna and the and the Screaming Suicide videos look like. Yeah, because I think they look very similar. It's just them in a room jamming and I didn't, you know, yeah. But I, I can tell you what, like, for... if Darkness had a son, I don't know what that video looks like. I have like no ever. idea. The, the, yeah. the biggest one, like, I, you know, as stated, I have not listened to either of these. So, you know, I go to YouTube, which, God damn it, YouTube needs to, you know, uh, they're trying to push their whole, like, you know, get YouTube Deluxe or whatever where you have yeah, to pay. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, you should pay that. 
oh my god, it is like every 30 seconds there's a goddamn commercial. It, it's really painful these days. You so, should pay them to okay. not get commercials. Okay, well, one way or another. I pay them, and it, it's worth it if, I, okay. if I'm being yeah. honest. Oh, thank you. It. Thank you. I'm going to fist bump and for, <laughs> for as much as I use it, yeah. Oh, my God. Um, it's yeah, the best. It's maybe – it's better that – I gave up Netflix. I would rather have YouTube where I don't have commercials. Yeah. It's the it's amazing. Okay. Well, one and way or another – It saves all your shit. Other shit you want to watch is like – One way or another. So I watch I, – I listen to this on YouTube. So that's the thing. Like I'm sitting there listening – and I'm at work, do, 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 and I'm realizing, like, you know, when you listen to on YouTube for, you know, the entire album, like, it'll just show, like, the cover of the album for almost all the songs. And then when it gets to the video song, it'll show the video to that song. And it's yeah. like, hey, all right. And this one, I'm sitting there, like, it's going on on one monitor, and I'm, like, working on the other monitor, and I'm realizing, like, everything keeps <laughs> video after video. I'm like, yeah, yeah. what the fuck? But... Crown of Barbed Wire. Mm. Holy crap! Is that video horrible? Oh, <laughs> oh is that the I one that's just like seen it? It looks like Yard Revenge or something. Yeah, we're getting tracks. Okay, we're talking about videos still. Good. All right. Okay. No, not tracks. Yeah, no. I, I haven't. All right. I mean, I mean, I mean some, some of these that. videos were really cool, and there's like uh, one so, guy named Tristan. Like, apparently, did the art for like two or three of them. You know that you know he was always in the in the comments, like you know on YouTube. You know, yeah. hey, I, I did, and it's just like you know, some of that stuff looks really cool, especially like you know, making these guys look all tough, and considering they're like sixty-five. You know. <laughs> well, <laughs> here's the here's the interesting that's, thing. That's I cool saw. That, well, I was just gonna say it's cool that he has that perspective because I don't know if well, you 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 and uh, Tim probably watched all the videos too, but. So here's the thing. I when this was released, they did a theatrical release where you could go to the movie theater yeah. and listen to it the night before it came out. And it's you know obviously if you're in a movie theater, you're not just listening. There's videos that go along with it, and it was cool because there was the band came on before each song and they kind of did an introductory like here's what the song's about, here's where we were, blah blah blah. But those videos they showed in the theater are not the same videos that are on YouTube. Oh shit! <clears throat> did you go so, with Chris? Oh. No, I went with my my buddy uh, Tyler, who's uh, okay. Yeah. I'm not a big Metallica fan, but yeah. No, I saw the uh, Texas Stadium concert with Chris. When That's right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was interesting. I was like, wait, because I went back and watched some of these on YouTube. I was like, That's not what they showed in the theater. So I guess that was exclusive to theater people only or something. They weren't interesting. They weren't great. I mean, they weren't any better than what they were on YouTube. But... Well, I'd imagine well, if you're if you're Metallica, you're just like you're basically like a a county. Trying to uh, erect a, a, some sort of government building. You're like, yeah. Give me your proposal. Here. Okay. Yeah, you're yeah, the yeah. artist. And, all right. Do whatever. Here you yeah, go. Yeah. Here's, I mean, I will say, considering here's, here's $150,000. Go do whatever you want. Considering, <laughs> considering, you know, videos, let's face it, you know, there, there isn't a, a you know, a, a, a reason to create videos, watch it no, all anymore. Really not. No. no, not but anymore. MTV doesn't even play videos anymore. Exactly. So. Exactly. YouTube, yeah. I think, is, is YouTube but YouTube the, is a big... YouTube that's probably the MTV of nowadays. Right? Yeah. Very yeah, much so. Yeah. Very much so. And speak, it, it's not related, but just speaking of videos, if anyone here has not yet seen Through the Never, oh, I oh, yeah, highly recommend it. So good. It is fantastic. Through the so Never. Talk about video. There's a lie. There's a, uh, it's a movie that they did through yeah. the never. What the Montreal thing? 
No, so no. it's actually, I don't know if you think of Quebec Magnetic, but no, yeah, Through the Never yeah. is a legitimate, yeah, Through the Never is a legitimate movie that they made. And it's a concert, but it's a story Wait. interwoven into a concert. It's amazing. No, no, Wait, that's, what, that's awesome. what I'm thinking of. I thought that was in Quebec for some reason. Where they, have, where they have like guys getting out of the van. And yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The sound on that is absolutely amazing. Oh, no, no, no. That's, that's, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, side note. Keith, video, Keith is the one who needs to watch that. Yes, for sure. Right. I mean, yeah. that's the one thing I'd say after, after like, what's, uh, you know, let's face it, when I'm preparing for this podcast, you know, I'm normally at work doing work bullshit and I've got, you know, music going on either in my iPod or in this case on YouTube on my other screen. IPod. I want, I would like to, yeah, uh, or uh, iPhone, sorry. IPhone. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, <laughs> you're still rocking the iPod. Hey. Good for you, man. Well, there's an iPod in your iPhone. Yeah. Why are you oh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, you have wow. the 72-pin connector or whatever it was. Yeah. Wow. That's the old school. Wow, um, that, hold, that holds like five albums. Great. Uh, <laughs> well, that, I was so pissed off at the original iPhone because I, this thing fits everything I fucking had. And the iPhone, I get an iPhone and it. You know, you can't put the entirety of everything you have on it. <laughs> Who cares? That is completely unrelated to Metallica. The big point I wanted to make, and I think Fern is kind of uh, emulating this as well, like, people should go check that shit out. If you bought the album and haven't seen those videos, they're cool enough to give it a, you know, a little... Yeah, I didn't, you know, no, hop, I didn't know hop, that. Yeah, hop on YouTube and, and check them out. It'd be, yeah. Some of them, some of them, specifically Crown of Barbed Wire, fucking so that's a, a <laughs> but, shame but <laughs> you know uh uh some of the, some of them are pretty cool it feels like a dagger because no we're not in the tracks but that's one of my really favorites. on this album oh really oh God, okay yeah. interesting yeah you say it's one of your favorites or not oh yeah yeah it's very sabbathy Mm, okay. Oh, this will be fun then. We get into the tracks. All right. All right yeah. <laughs> well, I, I well think, should I think, we? I mean, oh, should we do that? Are we oh, at the point yet? Or I, th I think we are. Well, I so mean, did production. We, did we, I, I, oh, oh production. Sorry. Yeah, that's. We should just yes. mention like Greg well, Fiddle, 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 I mean, oh, we haven't talked about the album cover yet. Well, it's gonna come up. We did. We did a little oh, bit. The production is gonna come up constantly. I feel yeah, of course. But but it's one of the best sounding Metallica. Do you want to do it overall? He does. I he's, have one he's chewing on a complaint. pecan. Yeah, yeah. That's why I wanted to mute. But while we're on a topic, of, but my only complaint here, I feel like Lars's hi hat could have come down a touch. Yep. What? You're right. You're right. His hi hat. His hi hats are like are overbearing. Yes. They're not over. Nah, they, they, they're they're like loud. Only, they're on the comfortable side of overbearing. So I feel like <laughs> whatever they're at now. If the entire drum sits at 100%, bring the hi-hats to maybe 95 yeah. or 90. So they still cut. <laughs> there's some parts where it's just like... Let me, well, like uh, in, in a Murato, and it's like just that little... It kind of breaks down and it's slowing yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. And he's like just doing this. Yeah. You're like... There's no, almost no dynamic. It's just, yeah. Like just either don't do anything there at all. Maybe just tap your hi-hat so it's just clicking. You know, but he's like just banging away. And you're like... Let me throw this out man. there for Lars. For you guys. <laughs> for Lars. If you're listening, Lars. No, no, not not for him. <laughs> for you guys as interpreting people of Lars. Sure. Do you feel like Lars, as a drummer, feels like a shark must consistently swim 
to stay alive. Do you think if Lars stops playing for more than one measure, he dies? Because <laughs> that's how I feel about him. Hey, Mike. I, so I personally love Lars as a drunk. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> digging on the guy. Say, no, no, but no, 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 he never fucking drops out ever, and he never doesn't beat the fuck out of the drum. It's true. I feel like the last song, the, yeah, there are some songs where he does drop out, but I don't think it's in recent years. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's an interesting point you make there. It's almost like it always has to have, always have to have a part there somewhere. Well, maybe there's maybe there's function to it. I don't know. But, well, I mean, but anyway, he, he does. He is the co-writer of every single fucking song. So yeah, yeah he's, the, he's could, the arranger you could, guy. You could That's all right for yeah. the song, though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's a minor complaint at the hi hat thing. It's just something that I was like, yes, that, and I think he's become predictable. And that's just me because I, I focused on his drumming so much. Well, I, I mean, throughout the years that I knew what he was going to do in this album, I was like, he's going to do that drum fill right here, and he did it. And you're like, well, yeah, there the he snare goes. rolls, <laughs> the snare rolls. That's like, <laughs> I do wish that he did some other things besides just a long snare roll every now and then, where it's like, you know, and I was just knowing where he'll do it. You're like, he's going to do a snare roll right here, and you're yeah. like, there it is, because he. He's got these little crutches he leans on, and it's fine. I'm I'm over over analyzing his playing, but <laughs> well, well, uh, the one big thing I'd say about this album, also to to note, and it's true, kind of, it's been going on, and I, I think I've already said this a few times, but you know, if you look at Anthrax's latest material, you look at like so many other bands that are putting stuff out that have been around for forty years, you know. Mm-hmm. This is solid fucking material. Uh, oh, yeah. And it's oh, sure. like, it's sure. like, it's really, oh, sure. um, hey, hey, I would say <laughs> not everything in the last 20 years was solid, but, you know, now that they're at this point, they're, they're, they're still making good shit and, and it's fantastic. God damn hear, it, Keith. But... <laughs> You're not supposed to like this album. <laughs> no, 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 that's not what I meant. At, that's not what I meant at all. No, I, I, I'm, I know, just, I know I'm thinking means. how... You bring up this point, like Anthrax's drumming is as great as it's ever been. Oh my god! Yeah. Well, <laughs> he's the better. He's the best metal drummer alive right now. And Lars is breaking apart in front yeah. of our eyes. So, yeah. like, I don't know. Hey, the, yeah, but hey, Lars, hey, admittedly, has never been a great drummer. He's it's a time out. Yeah, time out. Time time out. Time. Look at Nirvana. Look at Nirvana. All right, none of them were fantastic at their. None of them are, are the greatest musician ever. Mm, I they would write, I, Dave Grohl. Dave Grohl. He's, he's better at any instrument in that band. Nirvana's yes. not a good example of how how Grohl plays drums. <laughs> like yeah. listen to Queens of Stone Age or or uh, you know um, them Crooked Vultures or something like that. If you want to hear how or 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 hey. uh, Probot, you know like it, it, ah yeah. It, it, seriously, yeah. Uh, Kent Stacks, my friend, better than Dave Grohl. Okay. Better scream drummer. All right. I'm not saying Grohl is the best drummer ever. I'm just saying Nirvana's no. not an example of him, his drumming. Well, well one way or another. To your point. Go ahead. Yeah, Sorry. To, to, to my point, it's like, you know, <laughs> as, as, as incredible of, you know, a, a band that that was, you know, they weren't, you know, they, and, and so, yeah, you know what? Lars can get sloppier or crappier or as he gets old, as everyone should. I mean, look at Nico McBrain. I mean, I can't yeah. comprehend how he's going to be able to be doing this much more. Yeah. But yeah. one way or another, you know, he's still, he's still, he's still doing it. And, yeah. you know, he doesn't want to stop. I mean, he's a fucking stroke and he's still doing it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. uh, well, I mean, so, the, here, here's the thing with Lars. 
And this is like the best Lars quote ever. He said, I'm not the best drummer ever, but I'm the best drummer for James Hetfield's riffs. Something like that. Sure. I'm paraphrasing. Yeah. Sure. That's true. And his strength, I think, is in his arrangements, too. And that's Absolutely. not taking away of his ability, but he's a master arranger. He's I mean, excellent. yeah. Can you imagine his getting style a, of getting... play is yeah. not yeah. Uh, something that'll keep you playing for a long time, if you know what I mean. Like, you're not going to have a lot of finesse in, in your later years if you're playing the way he does he beats the hell out of yeah. drums so yeah, there's a way to play drums to where you can play into your 60s because you have technique that's not you know you're using more listen to jazz more fingers and yeah but Lars uses his whole body he's he's playing athletically and it's not something that's going to give you a lot of longevity if you're going to want to play and he's battery chewing on black invisible and, gum all the time yeah <laughs> like he's, he's when he plays these is. songs live he's he's having to skip stuff because he can't do it anymore he can't do it as opposed anymore. to nico who's more of a jazzish kind of player yeah. right yeah. Yeah. yeah you watch him play he's, yeah. he's not he's he's not moving as he's much. efficient like, very, right. oh, yeah he's very, very efficient, efficient. There's there's economy of movement yeah, yeah. and charlie's the same way charlie's sure. also yeah, yeah he's efficient and like Gino, charlie is very efficient you watch you watch lars play like even back on cliff mall you're like yeah the kid's going balls out and and, and whatever and then Charlie Bonante can play the same thing, and he's just like mm. he's barely moving. Yeah, he's barely yeah. moving. Yeah, he's like yeah. Uh, he's probably but he can still do something. it. You know well, I mean? look at look at Danny Carey. Watch him play. He's the same way. Yeah, he's barely. Like, he's moving. just kind of moving, like his arm yeah. moving, and that's yeah, because yeah. he's using so. proper technique. Whereas yeah. Lars taught himself, and he has you know technique that's not good. <laughs> it's, not, <laughs> it's, a, it's a long Meg career White. Of, Oh, you God. Know? Not that bad. <laughs> I think, I mean, Lars is playing better now than he has for a little while. I think his, I think his um, tempo has improved. He's actually practicing oh, now. That might come with old age, too. <laughs> I don't know if you heard that on the Metallica report, the podcast. Oh, I did hear that, yeah. That's embarrassing. Yeah. But the James is like, oh, Lars is actually, he's practicing now. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I wonder time. if they, I 40 if years they later. Yeah. I wonder if they play to a click. They, they're like always I don't, years. Not if they did, think. it might be just like no. certain parts of songs. But I don't think songs, so. okay. Yeah, maybe like certain parts. Maybe like the beginning of Fade to Black or something like that might have. Only been because some songs seem so controlled live, but I wonder if you know. Oh, there's wow. some some of those songs they've played so many times. It's they're like a machine. Like they play Creeping Death, and it's like, I mean, yeah. that is that's just muscle memory. They're just yeah, yeah. doing it. So yeah, well, yeah, and there's th- there's something to be said just just by playing in a band. F- with other guys for a yeah. while, you know. there's there's some you just know you just know yeah. what's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. Right. All right, we got two and a half hours worth of tracks to get through, so we should probably get through. <laughs> yeah. Well, well right. let, <laughs> let, let, let me ask one quick thing because you guys probably know the answer to it. You know, looking at, at the Wikipedia page, the label that put this out is Black Blackened. Yeah, that's yeah. their so, label. Okay, so is this the? Is, did they? They started wow, that in yeah. what was that? Death Magnetic. Was the first one? Yeah, after Death one? Magnetic. That was the last album. That or was after on, Death uh, Magnetic, I guess. Because Death Magnetic is on Warner Brothers. Okay, that's oh, right. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, they weird. had a single album Brothers deal or something. The back. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Yeah, I had that down. Well, and they just good for their Warner own. Brothers. They made a lot of money on that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, but they... Just they... look. Sorry, if you're on YouTube, you can see the... Yeah. Oh, there you go, yeah. yeah. Isn't that weird? That is weird. Yeah. <laughs> Super weird. But I think Clutch, Bunny and Clutch has their own. Uh, oh Clutch yeah, Weathermaker. Yeah. Weathermaker. Well, I mean, let's face it. You know, you look at, at this is hilarious that I'm bringing this up, but Taylor Swift, um, and which this is. I mean, I, I love what she did. You know, uh, you know, she signed a record contract ages ago, and you know, turns out the 
company was just like, oh, well, you need to blah, blah, blah. And she's like, fuck you. So yeah. she re-recorded all of those albums. Oh, is that the 89? That's what, that's what 1989 yes. is? Okay. So, yeah. Taylor's well, no, 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 no. It's not. Yeah, that's 1989 is the most recent one she's done. She's done this with virtually all of her old albums. Oh, yeah. And that was released and all of them say, you know, Taylor's version. So she's oh, okay. re-recorded them. It's a brand new recording of the original <laughs> stuff. But it's a new take on it, and all the, and, all the Swifties are going to buy it, of course. Well, I mean, yeah, married <laughs> to one, so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but one way, yeah, so yeah, I've I've listened to a lot of Taylor Swift, and it's hey, that's the one thing, like you know, hey, I I I'll respect her for for that like little yeah. fu to the industry, and absolutely. Taking you know, an artist taking control of yeah, you know, their own brilliance and their own stuff. I mean, let's face it, Metallica has been kind of you know fighting. You know, kind of against the whole Napster thing. You know, we mentioned, but you know, fighting to have you know actually we should get get you know. We should talk about the Napster thing. Maybe when we we well, I, we'll quick. get to the tracks. Shoot me again is all yeah. about Napster, so we can talk about when we get yeah. to that. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. All right, good. Okay, yeah, yeah, we should. We should talk yeah, we about that. Well, one way to yeah, this Metallica has always been about like trying to actually have the actual artists. Make the money yeah. instead of the goddamn industry. Is admitting this? This is and, fantastic. Well, well uh, <laughs> I would say. I mean, the biggest the problem with the music industry is the industry, not the musicians. So, yeah. But one way or another, I can't believe I'm talking up Metallica and Taylor Swift. It's, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I, I, I'm not punk rock anymore. What's that you were drinking? Hey, there it is. There it is. <laughs> it's Kool Aid. Yeah, it's <laughs> energy, energy, it's aggression, power. To sum it up, it's a vulgar display of power. Sometimes I think you drink just a little too much blood. I'm sorry, I'm going to be a bloodaholic tonight. Cut out, cut it up big time. They are miserable slaves of Satan. Look out! Some cunt's recording this. Yourself, you have to be in the presence of evil. You're fucking 